Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast, brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. What up, what up? Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Got a solo show for you today. Sorry, it's early in the morning, and I'm on coffee number two, so someone thinks she's Wolfman Jack and is going to just be the radio voice of the the decade here. Um, And I'm sure I dated myself with Wolfman Jack, so shout out to everybody who knows what I'm talking about. Um, hey, before we get started, let's talk a little bit again um, about security. And we all know that securing a WordPress website is important, but at times it can feel overwhelming. Can I get an amen? <laughs> it, it does. Uh, so wouldn't you like a free resource that helps you better understand your website security? SiteLock's WordPress blog provides in-depth yet easy-to-understand explanations of security issues that affect WordPress users, including their Ask a Security Professional series. Uh, so make sure to check out the SiteLock blog. Go to sitelock.com forward slash WPChick forward slash blog. And of course, the links will be in the show notes for SiteLock. You guys, I'm so, so stoked <laughs> uh, that I'm working with them. It's great. And not just as a sponsor, but in helping me secure my site. So again, that is sitelock.com forward slash WPChick forward slash blog. Alrighty, let's get into today's, into today's show. Easy for me to say, not really. Um, the title of the show is Massive Action and My New Indicator for Everything. And it's funny because when I was coming up with the title and the topic, actually, I I knew what I wanted to talk about. And I don't know about this. Do you guys ever find this, that when you get used to doing something and it starts working, it's almost like, I don't say you get cocky, but you, you think, well, everything's fine. I don't need to do that anymore, right? So... Here's a dumb little example. It's not dumb. I don't know why I said that. Um, but meditation, right? Like meditation works really, really well for me. And it's something that I do. I, the plan is to do it daily. I really only do it maybe 10 or 15 minutes, you guys. And it's very simple. But there's something about that 10 or 15 minutes. And I promise I won't go into the rants of meditation. All I know for me is that it keeps me grounded throughout the day. And it keeps me from being so reactive <laughs> because I am much less than I used to be. I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back there and say I'm much less reactive than I used to be. And I'll never forget. And I've probably said this before. Susan, my therapist, said to me one time that I was dramatic. And I was like, I don't think I'm dramatic. And she said, I said, I think I'm more reactive. But she said, okay, well, you're reactive with a capital D. <laughs> Meaning, call it what you will, you're still dramatic. Anyway, that was funny. And nothing beats someone calling you out, and you're like, yeah, good point. Um, But so when I I wrote this post title, it's funny because I used to be diligent. I say this like it was like four, four, and seven years ago. But I was much more diligent about working on my headlines and copy. And I really enjoy writing in my own voice, and, and that has removed the stress from creating content is, is when I write in my own voice, right? So doing the headlines, though, I, I really, like I'd said before, when I started getting into copy, 
<laughs> you guys, I'm such a, a novice at it, but I appreciate it in a way that I didn't before. I always thought it's kind of a pain, but I really understand the importance of it because of the different types of responses I get based on copy. And I'm just talking headlines, whether it's email copy or a post. And so, but it's funny because I was doing it for a while and I was really getting into it. And then it's like things start flowing and all of a sudden the stuff that it's kind of like working out, right? Like you get, you're working out, you feel good, you get in shape and it's like, okay, I'm done. And (laughs) I know a lot of people don't do that. And it's, I've never thought I'm done, but you feel good. And so it doesn't feel so bad to not do it, if that makes sense. Anyways, all of that was simply to talk about today's post title (laughs) and what I will be doing. And I'm, I'm, this isn't in the show notes anywhere, you guys, but if you haven't tried it, the Thrive Headline Analyzer, I'll do a post and video on this, blows me away. This is one of those things I want to go sit down and just do headlines one night, like, right, like watching TV or something, just sit there and work on headlines and go back to old content that I'm sharing. Because the crazy thing with this is that it's always the second headline that I write that wins the split test. Amazing, right? And so basically, you simply add a headline And in the background and the magic of everything, Thrive will show it. You know, they they alternate which headline gets shown and it shows you which one wins out in the split test. And it it kind of blows me away. So um, don't take that for granted. And when things started shifting for me with copy and I realized that there is something to this. And not that I didn't think there was. I just made this declaration that... I'm not good at it and I don't like it. Um, and then when I realized it, it was, it was really using the co-schedule headline analyzer. Um, and I will put a link. I need to make a note because I always forget the links that I mentioned. I'm going to put in the show notes. Um, but the headline analyzer, it's free and it's built within uh, co-schedule. Sorry. I'm not right at writing and talking. Okay. It's built within co-schedule as well, but if you don't have it, it's simply a tool you can use. And it was really using that that kind of got me into this because you go to type in a headline and then it gives you a score and it'll say you need to use a more emotional word. So you can sit there and you just rewrite the headline a few times and it tells you the score of each and it'll tell you there's an emotional word. This is a common word. Use this, use that. And all of a sudden, just simply by doing that, you start getting a better understanding of copy. And so I highly recommend that. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, okay. So should we get into today's show? I don't know. I, I have to say also that, you know, using massive action in the title, at cert, it, at cert, what was that at first, uh, kind of surprised myself using that, that terminology because of my anti-hustle campaign. <laughs> and remember guys, I'm not anti-work. I, it's, I, it's that frenetic, have no life, everything else gets put to the side. Hustle, 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 hustle. So I've preached so many times about that. You guys are going to be tired of it. And I'm going to tell you, as we speak, John and I, for Freedom Papers podcast, are having t-shirts created that say F the hustle. Um, But it's actually, we're not spelling the word out. It's not EFF. It's not the letter F. It's going to be like F ampersand dollar K (laughs) because I'm tired of it. I think a lot of people are um, because I'm getting the feedback on that. So anyways, the massive action part is what surprised me. And 
it's all been because of the launch of the new show that I'm doing with John Perez, the Freedom Papers podcast. And I'm going to walk you guys through that journey because literally it's been a month from the day this episode airs. Um, it still have been a month since this idea came to fruition. And you know, I knew that I was excited about launching the new show, but I really, I had no idea what it was going to be like, right? Obviously I don't have a crystal ball. I think I'm quite intuitive, mind you, but I don't have a crystal ball. And I am floored at how much we have accomplished and what I've learned from, from doing this the last month um, is literally going to be the new indicator for everything I do with my business and online. And so um, I do apologize if you have listened to the first introductory welcome episode of Freedom Papers. Uh, and again, it's just freedompaperspodcast.com. I'm going to check it out. And of course, I'd love it if you if you did. <laughs> and obviously, I'm not biased. Um, I, I, I don't, besides this show, I, I am having so much fun. And as much as I amuse myself, it is more fun to do it with somebody else. Um, but the story of, of this bears repeating because it is such a testament to trust and patience, which are two things I am constantly uh, working on. And the trust is, I would say trust. Well, you know, what's funny. I wrote in the post that trust is easier than patience, but I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. Patience is something that you can practice. Trust in a way needs to be earned. Um, and I don't mean with another person, sometimes within yourself. And we, we learn through the doing. And, you know, I, I just looked at, I looked up the initial interview um, that I did with John Perez for the WordPress check. He was one of my first like 10 episodes and it was almost three years ago. Exactly to the date. You guys, I I'm totally tripping out with these dates. It was August 15th, 2013. And here we are three years later. And I say this on the other show too, that I'm going to go ahead and speak for John, which I tend to. And mind you, John has plenty to say, guys. (laughs) It's not that. Um, But I think we have found it, quote unquote, it, right? And I will will preface this story with saying, you know, WordPress is not going anywhere, guys. I still love it. I love you guys. Um, I feel like I'm getting back into content and videos and stuff. And if you haven't seen it, I just published kind of my ultimate guide on the Thrive Content Builder. I did four videos. I've got a PDF download. Um, I did some content upgrades. It feels really fun to be able to play with this stuff again, right? Um, but, you know, when I talked to John, we hit it off right away. I totally give him a bad time because um, I assume that everybody who is like kind of tech savvy likes the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> and he was like, no, don't like it. And I was like, oh. But despite the Big Bang Theory, <laughs> I'm not I'm not that shallow, guys. Um, we just hit it off. I mean, I don't know how you could talk to this guy and just not love him to pieces. He is he's a he's a great guy, nice, he's smart, all those things. It's his heart and his energy that he brings to everything that I just knew this is this is somebody I want in my life. He's a great friend and so we stayed in touch. You know, we would chat on Skype. We would talk about our businesses and how we could support one another. Um, and I think somewhere we knew there was a, you know, this this chemistry, this sort of, um, what do you want, how do you call it? That there was like a business simpatico. I'm making crap up, but 
Um, and we wanted to work together. And we tried a handful of things to make that happen. Uh, we did some webinars and some of it was just, you know, John has used um, types of views that, that plug in stuff for WordPress. And it's nothing I use. And I thought, I have an audience. I don't know if any of you guys remember if you're listening at the time. Um, but so I hosted a webinar for John. He sold his classes. It was great. Um, so we have done, uh, I'm trying to think if we've done any other webinars. I thought we had done some, but what we've done it to promote, of course we did together. We did selling with WordPress, which bear with me here. I would say the course was great. We did not give it the due diligence to let it succeed. Right. I, I think with anything that you create online, it's, you put it out there and you measure, you test, tweak, and you do it again. You test, tweak, you do it again, right? This, there's, there's multiple iterations of when you put something out into the world. And I'm not talking the content piece of it, but the production and, and how you put it out there and how you share it and, and how, how you drive it. Because I think a lot of people do this online is that they come up with a product or a course um, or something for sale they email their list. They feel like it's crickets chirping. I totally want to get a crickets chirping um, sound. <laughs> Just throw that out there. Um, and you feel that way, right? Like, well, that sucked. I did all this. Da, da, da. So instead of looking at that and saying, what did we do right? What did we do wrong? Um, we did it. And it was just like, man, that was too much work. Now, what I will tell you about that is... There, there's a bigger reason and there's a bigger picture. And I'm going to actually let me get through the different things that we've done together. And I'll talk about some of this. Um, we did another podcast with a third person and <laughs> okay, well, I'll talk about that too. Um, and then we also talked about merging our businesses and kind of creating a bigger agency. Here's the thing, right? Shout out to you, Steve. My friend says it all the time. Here's the thing. None of those quote unquote felt right. You know, and what I want to talk to you about today is that what you feel matters. And the first introduction that I got into how you want to feel with business is Danielle Laporte. But if you haven't, Danielle has a couple great books, uh, Firestarter, it's Firestarter Sessions and Desire Map. But it talks about getting to the, your core desire feelings. And dudes, dudes, <laughs> I can't <believe> this. <laughs> and for all the guys out there listening, Trust your gut on this too. This is not just a female thing, but, but getting to the core of how you want to feel in your life and in your business. Um, and my driver for having an online business and growing it and sticking with it, the core desired feeling for me um, has been freedom because for anybody who has, you know, most people probably at one point worked full time, but I always felt like I got stuck in retail. Do you know what I mean? Cause I was somebody who worked hard. I started working. I was excited about getting a job. And, and it's funny because for both my kids, I didn't push getting jobs. They wanted to get jobs. My son just got his first job this summer, 15. Um, my daughter was fortunate. She got to do a lot of babysitting before like her senior year in high school. And then she got a job uh, at a sandwich shop locally, but it was like, because once you start working, it feels like it's forever. Although I think I watch my daughter and she gets it that she gets to create her life and she works, but she gets to do 
podcast editing or, or, or content online or in focus on her film program and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's a little bit different, but, um, you know, freedom for me was I wanted a quality of life and it was just retail <laughs> or take, I'm trying to think of something else or look at like for people who, um, are in taxes and accounting, there are specific times of year, probably, you know, in the States, you know, what January to April, where there goes your life and, and where people, um, the, the higher up you go in companies, it's like, there's your responsibility. And so for me, with retail, that was always fourth quarter. And I freaking love the holidays. You guys, like you do know, like my Disney show tunes, like I've got Christmas playlists and you would have thought I won the lottery when I saw that the musical white Christmas was coming back to San Francisco this year. I don't care where you are. If you like the movie, the live production is amazing. So my whole family is going to that. So like, I love the holidays and you know, it, it, it's just that cozy togetherness sort of feeling. It's, I'm really over the gift thing. I, I mean, I love to give stuff. I just, I don't want more stuff, but it's about those, you know, apple cinnamon scent, right? Like you guys are going to laugh. I've started burning my pumpkin spice candles because I want fall to come, even though it's going to be hundred degrees here today. Um, but so it's those moments and what happened with you, you just don't get it. I had to work when I was with Thumbus six days a week, Thanksgiving through Christmas. And then we got a free week off, which you're thinking great, but not so much when you've got little kids and it's like, there goes any fun activities. Your life is just not your own in retail. That that's, I'm not speaking for anybody else with that. Um, but I did it for 20 plus years. And so my core was, I want my time to be mine. Right. And I wanted to, to not have to, Oh, I'm working. Oh, I'm working. Oh, I'm working. And so that's, that was always sort of the core. Right. And again, I'm here to tell you that what you feel matters. And so when you look at things that you've tried to launch or sell or produce, think about it. So like, let's go back to the stuff with John. So we implemented and took action on each one of those tasks but somehow life always got in the way. So selling with WordPress, like the course was great, but it felt like a struggle to complete. And again, I can't speak for John, although clearly I tend to. Our hearts weren't into it. What we were doing was looking for something that we felt. And here's my contradiction. We felt, right? And I'm telling you what you feel matters. We felt that it um, solved the problem. It did, but we didn't find out if it was something people wanted or needed first. Now, I'm going to contradict myself again when I talk about freedom papers because, well, that's not true. I think there's some validation there, and I'll talk about that in a second. I think more than anything, we were looking for that thing, that one thing, right? That big payday, that solution, the one thing that would change our trajectory. And what I will tell you is... I feel like I'm contradicting myself all over the place because on one hand, the one thing can be a specific focus, but like this, this part, the freedom papers wouldn't have happened without everything else we've done individually and collectively. Um, when I look at those things, you know, the, the podcast that we did, we did it with the third person and it was just weird. You guys, <laughs> nice, nice guy, but it was just, it, you, you know, you just know, like, no, no. And didn't have neither John. I forget even how that fell apart. That's weird. But I, I think John and I both knew, eh, you know, at, at a certain point, 
but we did not say this has been fun, but it has, it's, this is not going anywhere. Like we had, it just, I knew. And sometimes you guys, you don't need to have the words to explain what feels off. If it feels off, freaking kill it. Because I'll tell you that podcast was a time suck. And I don't mean that talking to these guys wasn't fun. I always love talking with John, but he works full time. You know, when was this a few years ago? Both kids were home. And we, I don't care what your life situation is. So you don't have to have kids or a full time job. Your situation could look different, but we all value our time, right? And I'm not here to decide that or to judge that. Well, you don't have those specific responsibilities, therefore, right? That's not my point. Um, But really, if I had looked at those things, if I were to step back and break down each one of those things that we did, I could tell you there was a niggly feeling with all of them. And in the case with the other podcast, the other guy was super nice. It just didn't feel right from day one. Um, and the course, I felt like we had put time into it already and I had made this commitment to John and I wanted to see it through, but it didn't excite me. Nothing about creating that content excited me or felt fun. Right. And I, I, I just, I have a, and the, then merging agencies, it was like, I started talking with John about that and we kind of started thinking about how we would structure that sort of legally and, I didn't want an agency to begin with. So why would I make it bigger? <laughs> um, I'm trying to, I don't even know how here, here's the thing. Cause even that it's funny as I'm sitting here thinking through the steps, we started that process. I kind of started talking through it with him and it sort of fizzled on its own. I, I'm going to have to ask John if he remembers how or why that didn't come to fruition because I started pursuing it as though it was going to. Um, But my guess is that you guys can all say the same thing. Every time you did something that didn't work out, you knew in your gut that you should have let it go sooner, right? We all know when something doesn't feel right, but we live in a culture and I can only speak for Western culture. That's where I am. But again, it's this, um, well, you said you were going to do it, you know, and as opposed to you get to choose, you guys. You get to decide. I don't understand. It's kind of like, think about it this way. If you ordered something at a restaurant and didn't like it, why would you keep eating it, right? Why would you keep eating it? Ideally, you'd either send it back or just say, nah, it's okay, but it's not what I thought. But doesn't mean you need to finish it, right? And I take, take books. I am an avid reader. And I used to be one of those, you got to finish it. I'm like, hell no, do I have to finish it? If it's not good, why on earth would I take my time, which is something so precious, and make myself finish something I'm not enjoying? And so you need to let go of that when it comes to your business. Let go of the shit that's not working. Let go of the stuff that doesn't feel right. Let go of it. Let go of it. Let go of it. I shared a quote from, and I promise I'm not going to break out in song of uh, disease, let it go. Although that's on my playlist, by the way, uh, you can follow me on Spotify. It's a pretty good Disney playlist if you like. Well, and there's a couple, couple songs from Wicked in there. But anyways, um, I showed this uh, quote, this Gary Vaynerchuk quote. And as much as Gary preaches a hustle and I don't like it, I still love the guy. It was a quote and I 
like sharing it with you because somebody made a comment and the quote was, um, there is absolutely no reason to do shit that you hate period. None. That was it. And so I shared it and somebody said, it's a nice idea. Well, I think it's more than an idea and please feel free to challenge me on this. Because first of all, half of that is perception. So if you start shifting your perception, you might shift it. And I'm going to give you guys a quick little uh, story with a good friend of mine um, that I was talking to. And because as I was talking about kind of shifting out of certain service work, and again, I have a couple clients that I'm going to keep working with because they're just awesome people. Um, and I think I said this also, uh, Susan had said to me, Kim, why don't you look at who you want to work with as opposed to the type of work you're going to do? And I was like, how much more freeing is that? Like, see that little shift in perception? Like, if it's a client that I feel like doing a website for because I like them and what they're doing, then run with it. If it's somebody that I want to work with on a podcast, then do it. If it's somebody I want to coach with, then I get to choose, right? But if, if you were to look at what you're doing... Okay, so the story with my friend... Um, her life partner and business partner, he was in a full-time job still when they, when they met and really wanted to get out of it and join her full-time in her business. And so I don't know how much of this I've shared with you guys. I, you know that I'm pretty spiritual and um, again, not anti-religion. I jokingly refer to myself as a recovering Catholic, but I, I, to each his own is truly where my heart is. I'm a big believer in energy and, you know, I'm not going to get into a lot of attraction here necessarily, but um, I, I truly believe in that. Like when I feel good, more good comes into my life. When I feel bad and focus on feeling bad, more crap shows up. Anyway, so he had a job and she said he, he treated it like he was a scientist, like, and he was going into the lab every day to see how he could apply his own spiritual principles, meaning, bringing the best of everything, focusing on feeling good, all of those things into the job, right? And he quit within a year, which was much sooner than either of them had had anticipated because of how he approached this. And so with the things that you don't like doing in your business, you can approach it the same way. So, all right, well, what if I decided that I enjoy coffee? Okay. And I did that, you guys. What if I decided there was something kind of fun with it? What if I decided I was going to just test one headline, one time, and see how it felt. What if I decided I was going to test the Ben Settle email marketing, which I am emailing my list um, every day for the next seven days. And I did it yesterday. It's going to be a little bit later today, but it's going out. John and I made this commitment to each other because I believe in that model. So what if you looked at something differently? That's all I'm saying. And, and then over time, you will be able to let go of the things you don't like to do. And it's so it is. And you, you make choices every day. I don't like mowing lawns. I hired a gardener. Would I be willing? And if you're saying, well, I don't have the money to do this, get rid of something else. You do. You can make a choice. You, so I'm, I'm going to get, wow, I got preachy quick. Let's get, let's get back to the topic of uh, massive action, right? And that is what happened with the Freedom Papers podcast. So we came up with the idea for the Freedom Papers podcast. I'm just going to call it Freedom Papers, guys. Guys, we had to put podcast in the URL because Freedom Papers was taken. Um, I think it's for sale, but I'm sure it's an exorbitant amount. But six one, we literally came up with the idea on July 18th. I know because I went back through our Skype conversations, right? So when this episode is airing, the publishing date is exactly one month later. It's airing on August 18th. So in this time frame, 
I'm going to share with you what we have accomplished. So we have recorded eight episodes, the logo, the website, branding, all done. Uh, we've started an email list. We also now have the lead magnet to, and it's the uh, top nine monetization models uh, for online business. Uh, we, we, i.e. John, produced the introduction for the podcast, which <laughs> I love it, you guys. It's so funny because you, you play it and it's us laughing. That's how it starts. So people are like, at first people, every time I play it for someone, like my family and stuff, they're like, huh? And it's us though. It's us. I had something else produced and it just felt fake. Like it just didn't feel like us. Anyways, he nailed it. He's got a background in music and stuff. And he's like, I think I want to start doing these. I'm like, run with it, dude. You, you nailed it. We launched the show on August 8th and which was a week and a half ago, right from this time. And so we, we, la- we launched with five live episodes, not live, excuse me, five episodes published last week, one every day, which meant writing posts and show notes and socially sharing those every day. And again, what was that a few weeks later? Um, we have completely mapped out the strategy for produ- production. We are creating systems as we speak, and they just keep getting tighter because in addition to the eight episodes that we've recorded, we've had strategy calls. And so we've got our shared Google Doc. We're mapping out what needs to be done, who's doing it, what the next step is. We have completely mapped out the monetization model, which you guys have been here. I could not be more excited about this. We are tracking everything we're doing. So I, I want to tell you guys that we've connected with an amazing transcription service and we're having and have transcripts already. I was looking at my notes. So we're having transcripts done of the episodes um, that are going to then be turned into a physical newsletter uh, that will be mailed. Um, it's called Freedom Papers, right? Literal Papers. <laughs> um, was that? It was like that Simpsons. <laughs> but we're, we're repurposing this. So as my suggestion to you is whether you follow that show, and I would love for you guys to listen to it, We've gotten amazing feedback. It makes my heart really happy. Um, but we're taking everything we're doing and we're going to repurpose it and, and make it into something additional. Um, but you're going to have to stay tuned for that. But literally, we're tracking everything we're doing, you guys. So taking the Skype conversations, putting the notes. I'm doing tech stocks. I've got everything. I, I just, it's all coming together. And we just keep tightening it, tightening it, tweaking it. Um, we are launching a giveaway next week for the show. So listen to that. Uh, it will be Tuesday, August 23rd. We've got a giveaway. Um, and then we have a few other things that are dun, 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 dun. top secret. I can't tell you. Da-da-da. Sorry. This is what happens from hanging out with John. I'm going to blame him because he breaks in the song all the time. So as you probably know by now, I'm not really somebody that shouts from the, roo- the rooftops, you know, look what I did. <laughs> Or for those mad TV fans, look what I can do. Look what I can do, Stuart. Um, although I have every indication of doing that more. But I'm sharing this with you because all of this stuff that we've done, you guys, has been effortless. This thing has taken on a life of its own. And it reminds me of like when you were a little kid. Do you remember being able to get lost in something for hours? Whether it's a new toy, you're playing with friends, for me, drawing, coloring, right? I mean, I remember, you remember, I, I must sound like I'm five. Do you remember when, <laughs> do you remember being a kid? And for those people, probably 10 years younger, 10 years older, maybe even when it was like, come home when the streetlights came on, that was totally us. And it was just 
like the days would go by and it's like, oh my gosh, how did, how did four or five hours go so quickly when you were just doing something because you were so present and you loved it? That's what this feels like. And again, I still love WordPress check. It's not going anywhere, but this is my new indicator for everything I do, how it feels and how it's, how it's felt up to this point to launch freedom papers is how I'm going to gauge everything. And not just in business, but in my life, you know, where I was talking about letting something go, you know, do you remember my motto that if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. It's more of a, if it doesn't feel this good, I'm not doing it. And I'm not saying that everything um, in my life needs to feel like a party, right? Because you, some things you want to feel content, some things you want to feel um just so appreciative, so in that moment. And there are other things that are going to get you fired up and other things. I mean, think about projects you've done, something you've launched, something you've committed to doing. And you know that feeling when it, it the thought of it kind of makes you tired. You know what I'm talking about? Um, but you guys, you really do get to decide. And it is scary to take that leap at times and say no to something. To simply say, no, here's a great little thing I read, which forget what the news is saying. Um, I am an Adele fan lover, right? And she is somebody who really listens to herself. I mean, if you look at her last album that came out, the one twenty-five with Hello, right? She did not put it on streaming. It sold like 3.5 million in the first week. And this, it was ridiculous, right? It did not hurt her. And her reasoning behind it was that music is so important to her. She likes the idea of a a record release date and going and buying the CD or whatever and physically putting it in something to hear it. And, And so to her, it was about what that meant, but it didn't hurt her. And the story that I just read recently was supposedly that she was asked to do the Super Bowl show, halftime show, right? In the United States, if, if you're listening somewhere else, you've probably heard of the Super Bowl, right? And so um, she said no. And of course, as soon as this comes out, the NFL denies everything. Whatever, who cares? 601. But because she stopped, she brought it up, I guess, at a live concert and just said, um, I appreciate being asked. She's like, but that's really not my audience. I don't. I, I don't dance. I don't put on a quote unquote show. So her music is not that type of music. And she said, that's not my audience. You know, that's not my music isn't for those people necessarily. And not that people who like the NFL or would go to the Super Bowl don't like Adele, but she knows herself well enough. And she's like, I'm not Beyonce. Like, I'm not going to put on a show like that. And so she said, no. And how many people would have, I have no idea what that pays, but my guess is it's a pretty penny. Not that she's ever going to be lacking in income, but it's a great point to be willing to say no and listen to what serves you. And we do this. I'm, I'm kind of preaching today, guys. Sorry. What popped into my head was uh, a, a neighbor I uh, used to live in the court and they would do Christmas Eve parties. And I had been to one. It wasn't, actually, it wasn't Christmas Eve. It was just a Christmas party, I should say. And I went to one and I was, you know, one of the things that I can tell you I will definitely take away from this house and living here for the last 15 years 
was that I've been blessed with great neighbors who I definitely consider friends. Um, and so I love these people and super nice and, you know, totally enjoy them as people. But when I went to the Christmas party, you know, it's like, and God bless my sister who will be my plus one at times. And I really am not this like anti-dating person, guys. Been in relationships, dated, been engaged and stuff. Maybe I'll share that story because once this whole move is settled, I think it's time to get back out there. And you take, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to pimp myself out for dates on the show. I'm punchy. This is early in the morning to this goofy. But anyways, so they had this Christmas party. And I remember, you know, we had gone and obviously there are other neighbors there. But there are certain things that are fun to go to. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't necessarily need a date all the time. Um, but then there are things where it's like, sometimes it's a reminder of what I've lost. And even 13 years later, guys, or not being in a relationship, sometimes, and I'm a pretty grounded, happy with where I am, but I do want that in my life. And so to go to those things sometimes, it depends on where my brain is, where my headspace is, where my heart is. And so I'll never forget it was the day, was this just, no, it was the year before last, I think. And like, I'm, I don't know, getting groceries out of the garage or something and in the car. And he's like, oh, you can come to the party later. And I'm like, maybe. And he looked at me, he's like, maybe. And I said, maybe. That was it. I wasn't going to explain yes, no. I wasn't going to go out of obligation. And it's absolutely freeing. Like, wait a minute. Because the point is too, it's like, you know, they've got a ton of family and friends and stuff who are not that I don't know, which I'm okay with that too. But nah, you know, it nah, whatever. And and that's okay. Like I had I used to do big Halloween parties, like crazy costumes and stuff in my backyard. And you know, the neighbors would come by sometimes, sometimes they would I get it. You know, and it doesn't matter. But if you don't want to do something, don't friggin' do it. And which is what you should be doing in your business. So we're gonna do something a little different. Okay. And so just, just, just roll with me. Just bear with me. So do me a favor and close your eyes. And unless you're driving or walking, which in that case, do this later, but see if you can paint a picture of what your day would look like and what it would feel like if you only did what you wanted to do. And don't, don't get into stuff like, you know, oh, I don't like doing email. I don't want to touch email. Although you're more than welcome to do that too. I mean, simply working on things that you truly enjoyed and loved doing. Like what if you, if every day you woke up excited about everything that that day had in store for you, even the tasks you didn't like to do before all of a sudden. So let's take this and I'm totally throwing my close your eyes off thing here, right? I'm going to close my eyes as I say this. Um, but where I used to not like copy an email, it's become fun now. So I'm going to walk you through. Let's just do this, right? So here, and if you've ever heard this exercise, I, I want to say this Frank Kern. Paint a picture of what your ideal everyday day looks like, right? And you guys, I'm one of those people. I've done the vision boards. I've done journaling. I, I do those things when they feel right and I feel compelled to it. I think there is something about consistency. But... Like if I were, here's my perfect day. I wake up to no alarm. I get my coffee, <laughs> do some meditation, um, no rush, go work out. Because for me, that is definitely um, 
it fuels my day when I, when I get that in the morning. Um, I come home, I shower, I get to my desk. There's not a lot of noise. <laughs> I am the noise Nazi. Um, I get to my desk, I look at my calendar, and for the week, I've got a handful of calls, but I've got a couple days where there's nothing. There's nothing on my calendar. And yet I know what needs to be done. I get to create, whether that's writing, recording, connecting, but I get to spend that time creating. I work for maybe, I don't know, I'm close my eyes. This is why I wouldn't do it. Um, like a meditation CD for anybody. Maybe if I wrote this out, it would be different. <laughs> but really, you know, I work from, say, 9 to 3, right? I take a break at lunch. I've stopped eating at my desk. <laughs> um, I can hear water running somewhere. In this case, right? Right now, I can turn the pool on. I can hear the waterfall. I can hear that. It smells good. Like in the fall, I've got my pumpkin candles or cinnamon at the holidays. I like fresh spring scents. So I get to sit down and create something that fills my heart, right? And it could be email. It could be content, like I said. But, okay, I'm getting sidetracked. So, you know, by 3 o'clock, it's like I need a break. I know myself well enough. Maybe I go for a walk. I take a nap. Float in the pool. Um, But I take a break and I get away from it. And then I come back and if there's, this is when I then do the task type work. So if there's something that needs programming or designing, I, I post that work um, or I get ahead of systems or schedule, or maybe I sit down and I, I work, I batch some email. Um, and maybe I'm not even at my desk anymore. Maybe I've taken the laptop to my bed and, um, or I'm sitting out back or enjoying outside. Either way, that's a perfect day to me, you guys. And I'm talking sort of those everyday days. What do those look like to you? But really think about those things that you can do that will make a difference. Here. Okay, that was like a little bit of a a wrong segue. One thing that I've learned. It's so weird. I totally closed my eyes when I was talking to that. Now I feel all... I'm going to pull the energy back up. Okay. One thing that I've realized in, in doing all of this is that everything we did was the consistent little actions, right? So, okay, we, we sat down and we scheduled. When are we recording? When are, so we know we record Monday nights. And by the way, episode seven, we switched to video, guys. So we're doing split screen. We're on video. We're going to send that to YouTube. Um, I don't know. You know, it'll, we're going to submit it. I don't know if we will submit it as a video podcast. I don't know to what degree that's worth it at this point. But either way, we have our recording dates scheduled. We have gone through and it's like taking the calendar and recording, publishing, recording, pub, so we know what goes when, right? It's, okay, working on the site every day. And then for me, last week, because it was, okay, I got the produced episode and show notes, post, show notes, post, show notes, post. Then in the morning, it was social media sharing images. So get this stuff cute, get this stuff cute. And... Yeah, we easily could have paused and mapped out a massive launch. I can tell you the momentum that we did this with has been 10 times better than had we stopped and scheduled out this big launch and really planned. What This has been 
this has been phenomenal to see the momentum and the responses and the connections that we're getting from this. So, you know, maybe this ideal day um, sounds far-fetched, but I'm going to tell you it's possible. It really, really is. And I didn't, I didn't know it until recently. Well, actually, I think um, intellectually, I believed it was possible, but something inside me didn't feel that it was possible. But this is my new indicator, you guys. Like, I I used to have this routine, and I still do it. It just depends on when I get there. Oh, and I wanted to share a fun app with you really quick. But I just looked up at my computer and saw the tab. <laughs> but, you know, I, I have this routine. Like, when I get to my desk and I have my coffee, I have some sites, some emails, that kind of stuff. I do the sort of, let's wake up, let's join the day. And that's when I find all my little cool apps and tools. And I have sites that I go to and all that kind of stuff. Now it's like... Okay, let me check my email. Anybody? Need, nope, we're good. And and not not that anybody has fires that have to be put out anymore immediately at all, which I friggin' love. But if great example, you know, one of my my podcast clients, she's like, Kim, the episode didn't publish. Um, that would be me. Just I was doing it, and for some reason, I scheduled it, and I did not hit update. It was stupid. So now we're doing screenshots the day before it publishes so that I'm confirmed that I can send that to her. So obviously that's a priority, right? But, you know, Ben Settle, <laughs> this dude's going to think I'm a stalker, says this, pay yourself first. And that means the first part of your day, you send that email. You, like me doing this recording now, this is important. This is my business. This is me paying myself first. So you get to figure that out. Um, but really, for the most part, now... Because I'm so excited about everything I'm doing right now feels right. And it's eight and a half years, guys, since I started my business. Everything right now feels right. And John and I talked about this in another episode. And I hope you guys are going to be okay because I will be cross-referencing the shows. And I will try not to be redundant and tell the same stories all the time. But... It is through the doing that we got here. This idea that you can sit down and this is what my business is going to look like and this is what I'm going to do. It's it's not that straightforward. You're going to get clarity. You're going to really figure out what it is you do want to do through the doing. And sometimes it's through figuring out what you don't want to do is how you get clear, right? Not everybody necessarily is going to be like, I have a passion for podcasting, right? Not everybody wants that. I could do this all day long, as you can probably tell. I love it. And I think I've shared with you guys that I um, wanted to be a speech maker. I thought I was going to be a motivational speaker. That was my goal, truly in life. So people are probably like, well, why don't you start speaking? I might. I don't know. Depends on on where and what, right? I, I there's, an, there's an element to that for sure, too. Um, but that was really my goal. I spoke at my high school graduation for a while. I was a speech major in college. There's something about this that lights my soul on fire. It it just feels right. But look at it this way. John ever seen to like we wouldn't have launched Freedom Papers had I not launched this, I never would have met him. We probably wouldn't be friends. Like we're gonna have Freedom Papers meetups next year. I know it. We're getting him out of his nine to five. I know it. There's absolutely not a not a doubt in my being that this is 
so right. This is so right. And we're on the right path. And it supports me getting to scale the WordPress chick in a way that I want to scale it and shift it and monetize it. I've talked about that, you know, sort of mining those acres of diamonds right under your feet. And this is going to, they support each other without a doubt. And it's, it, it allows us to continue growing relationships and connections. I've said this before, hands down, the podcast is the best thing I've done for my business because of the relationships that I have been fortunate enough to, to form whether, and I'm not just talking about guests, you guys, whether it's listeners or my, my audience feeling like they, they really know who I am now because you guys hear me, hear <laughs> what a nut I am sometimes. Um, but, it, but it's that piece of it. Right. And so, because I believe so much in this power of connection and transparency and really just showing up as yourself. There's, there's nothing in me that doesn't think freedom papers is, is right. And it is absolutely what we're supposed to be doing. And it's going to fly pun intended because we've got a um, paper airplane. Our logo. <laughs> um, there's freedom, right? And we talk about, and you get to, def- you get to define freedom. That's, that's kind of what that show's about too. Not everybody wants a million dollars. Not everybody wants a six figure month business. And I preached that when it was that mastermind and you get to decide what's enough. What do I want? What does that look like? And you get to change your mind. Sorry. That and probably may have gone straight to your brain <laughs> if you're listening with earbuds or something. So that's it, you guys. I It's been a phenomenal 30 days. And I'm floored at how much we have accomplished, along with keeping our own businesses and sites running. You know, we both have client work. I've got, I've got this show, which is, you know, my baby. I'm not, I'm not letting this go. Um, so all of those things, they're all there and we have found the time, like, right. When we talk about time being precious, I don't know. And and I'm not going to preach at you that if you want it bad enough, what I will preach at you is when it feels right, you'll find the time. And, and that more than anything, I don't believe in shoulds, musts, have to, you know, I just row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. <laughs> it's not supposed to be hard, you guys. So there you have it. We got a little uh, preachy, a little esoteric. I need to stop saying that, huh? I don't know. You guys let me know. I, I get the feedback, and I, which is why I keep doing shows like this, where I talk to you from my heart about what's going on and how it relates to my business. So that's it for today. If you haven't, guys, please, please leave a review. Um, that sounded so pathetically baggy, but um, they help people find the find the show. And it means the world to me. So I love you tons. As always, thanks so much for listening. Have a fabulous weekend.